Welcome, survivors of the apocalypse. You've made it to the Zcast. You're home for the zombie apocalypse, and we're glad you made it here safely. We'll be having a come to zombie Jesus moment discussing the heart of darkness. I am Brad, and joining me on this adventure through Z Nation are Susan and Rhiannon. If you love some zombies and like what we're doing here, go ahead and drop a five-star review on whatever podcatching program you're using. Those reviews not only help us get noticed, but help get the show out there as well. And the more people who know about Z Nation, the better. Call in your comments on Season 3 to 470-30-ZCast. That's 470-309-2278. Leave the podcast a voicemail at znationpodcast.com. Or send us Zmail at znationpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Tumblr zcastpodcast.tumblr.com follow us on twitter at zcastvans and tag us in your tweets hashtag zcast and they just might end up on our feedback segment you can also join us on facebook for episode discussion friday evenings and zombie fun at facebook.com slash group slash z nation podcast i'm very emotional but i will just do the summary now even though reading this i might cry so after a failed attempt to recover Murphy, Warren decides to pursue the Red Hand as possible allies. All does not go as planned, and the identity of the new Scorpion is revealed. I am so emotional. Oh, my God. Okay. Meanwhile, Citizen Z and Kaya in the Skya find out that Murphy has his own mission. Oh, my God. I'm so emotional, you guys. I have a tissue clutched in one hand, by the way. All right. <laughs> this, was, this was a tough one. <laughs> It, it was really like was. it was like Resurrection Z, and it was like White Light. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it was like in that category of like, oh my god, oh yeah, my god, it, it oh was, my it, god. It was definitely a, bu- a brutal one, that's for sure. Yeah, <sighs> thank God we got the election, you know, episode last week <laughs> to yeah. kind yes. of buffer. Oh my so. gosh, yes, yes, a little bit, of, a little bit of buffer between. That and this. That was a... Anyhow, we got a voicemail here. Let me go ahead and play this one and get it through here. Okay. Hello, Zcast. This is Anthony from Upper Virginia. I'm calling about episode nine. I think this was, in my opinion, the best episode of the season and maybe one of the top episodes in the series so far. It was good to see Vasquez back, but Warren did what she had to do once we figured out he had lost it for real, so... He had to go, and I was upset to see Hector die until we got to the end of the episode. Now he's back with some new colored eyes, so I'm going to ask to see how that plays out. Anyway, that's it for now. Talk to you guys next week. Thanks. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm kind of agreeing with you. It's been my favorite episode this season by far. Um just everything about it was brilliant. The cinematography, the writing, the acting was great. Um, yeah, I'm. I was. I love the episode. I thought it was a great episode. It's just one. It yeah. just really gripped you in there, but can give you a little bit. Uh, you know, we got to go find oh, an army. No, no, it was more than a. Uh, it was like oh. ah, you know. It was like, <laughs> ah, my spleen. Oh, <laughs> right. You're getting a little stabby, stabby with that knife there. Stop it. Oh my god! You know, you know the thing is, is like, um, I, I the the thing is with Z Nation is it is it's a it has a great sense of humor, but they are very able to punch you in the gut, kind of like Vasquez did to Hector with a knife, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And 
Carl had warned people on Twitter, Twitter, you know, Carl, who is the god of Z Nation, uh, not to trust Z Nation. And he said that, you know, there there was a red wedding moment coming up. And, and I, I think this was it. And I, if there's anything more than that, I don't think I'm prepared. All right. So I hope that was it. I hope this is it because it really, <laughs> like, I was like, I was shattered. I was like, my mouth is open. I was crying and I got tears in my eyes right now. Yeah. I was just like, I got, you know, for multiple reasons, you yeah, know. We have more sadness for Roberta Warren and, <sighs> you know, lost love interest. Again. So, uh, yeah, again. I don't so. trust Z Nation for anything. I'm fully expecting <laughs> anybody to die at any point in time. So, yeah, yeah I live in terror of it. I think yeah. it's well established. It's, yeah, it's pretty obvious that people will die. And it could be anybody you want to. Now, granted, we did talk about Hector probably going out. I didn't think he'd make it through the season, but oh, well, anyhow, well, that, that would get us jumping ahead. That, that, <laughs> yeah, that would get us jumping ahead of things. We got any other feedback before we jump into the. And we'll, I got a feeling we will um, talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, some more uh, stuff from, from Twitter, from the live watching on uh, live tweeting on Friday night. Uh, Laney Love, Prince is, is still effective in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, but Z Nation Club and Nicole want to give 10K all the hugs. He needs them. Poor guy. Mm. And of course, Emilio Rivera said both the Scorpions didn't make it last night, and Roberta Warren got the last word. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she rose to Queen of the Apocalypse station at the end of it, oh, didn't gosh. she? Fantastic. Yes. Cleta uh, Smith is so good. I mean, she's she's so good in the role, and she's. I couldn't keep my eyes off of her last night. I mean, I mm-hmm. like I. I mean, she's gorgeous anyway. I mean, um. But I, 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 not last night. Well, yeah, last night I rewatched it last night. But I, I mean, I when I originally watched it on Friday night, I, and I got tears in my eyes again. Um, I felt what what Warren felt. Like I really felt like I was connected to that moment with her. Like she just emulate. I mean, I mean, just not emulated, but she kind of just oozed out all these emotions that just kind of infected me and pulled me right in. I just wanted to hug Warren so bad. Of course, she would have probably punched me because she needed fight, but um, it was great. I mean, it was I, I just kudos on the acting. And and, and I, I want to talk um, about Emilio Rivera's performance and, and some of the stuff between Roberta and him um, as well. Um, I did have some feedback from Tumblr. And so um, shall I go ahead and share that? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Beast Callisto um, posted a picture of the end image of of Hector, and it was when he opens his eyes after they've left, and she says, okay, or he says, I'm not, sorry, or they said, I guess I should say, okay, I got thoughts. He has cat eyes. This is not usual. I know zombie science and the blue skin and mind control. We've seen it. We know zombie science is weird. But what the hell did Sun Mix in the vaccine? Because cat eyes, that's not what you get when you get zombified. Sun mixed in different kinds of Z blood that she sampled. I assume she took those from humanoid zombies. One of those zombies must have been killed by a Z cat. Because how else would feline DNA wind up in a human? What does that mean? What else is changing within him? 
Well, I didn't see a good picture. I need to go back and take a look at the picture of the uh, eyes again. But His eyes are cat-eyed. They're feline. They, they have the slit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he's got feline cat eyes or snake cat eyes or not squirrel. No, they look like cat eyes more well, than snake sna- eyes. Well, well, snakes have the same slit also. But yeah, I, I see what you're going with. It definitely does not have scorpion eyes. because. But she had mixed in a couple different things in there. So her plan was trying to take out the effects of Murphy in the vaccine. Right. Her, now, she had said that she thought it would dilute it down so that Murphy's control wouldn't happen, but they'd still be immune to zombies. So, so have to the see. theory here is that since there's zombie animals, that maybe a zombie cat took out one of the zombies that she sampled mm-hmm. and that somehow kind of like maybe an aliens, you know, whenever right. the aliens used an animal or a person or an an alien life form, right. uh, the xenomorphs did to make, um, eggs that the, the, the offspring xenomorph would have attributes or physical mm-hmm. attributes of those creatures. So I think the theory here is, well, maybe a cat took out a cat lady and son took <laughs> bl- blood from the cat lady, you know? <laughs> It's an interesting theory. I guess we'll have to wait and see how that rolls out. Uh, One of the things I was saying is like, you know, Murphy's eyes are different. Yes. Ever since he was affected. So clearly the virus does something. And like they said before, the zombie virus is always mutating. So the Zona, the Zona blends had white eyes. Right. Remember that? Yes, they did. They had, you know, so all this stuff could be changing, which was really interesting. And Murphy right now has two different color eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of weird things going on there. Um, I think we should just go, we'll just get get our Hector and and, uh, Vasquez stuff out of the way first. (laughs) How's that? Because I think (laughs) it's it's just, it's, yeah, yeah, okay. It's just going to draw us back into it. Hold on, getting my tissue. I'm ready. Okay. So, I loved Hopper. He was, he was hilarious. Mm hmm. The guy that they met first. Um, Why didn't he have a camera? That's the whole thing that was killing me. I'm like, dude, what are you taking pictures of? Where He's are you, kind of rapey. Where are you He's getting that 35 millimeter women. film developed anyhow? Tell me. It's probably digital. Well, they had the red light, dude. True. Okay, yeah. so one of the things that I saw on Facebook and a couple other places was people were wondering why Vasquez was totally batshit crazy and saying, thinking he was a scorpion and all this. You have to understand that he was previously an undercover cop. Right. So he went undercover and took over the life of somebody else and all this other stuff. And there's been these things where, you know, you go deep undercover and sometimes people get lost in where they're at, which mm-hmm. is what I was taking with him. He went under to be a scorpion. Maybe he did that originally because he needed to, he was trying to change something or do something like that. And then slowly went into totally taking over as brutal man. And I just think he went into it and just lost his self. I think he wanted to lose himself, though, too. Right. I, I mean, because yeah. if you remember, not only did he see his wife and daughter murdered in front of him, he saw them resurrected in front of him. And if you remember in that episode, to the, that flashback, he just stood there and just started screaming. So... 
I, you know, and it took me a while to warm up to the character because he was so closed off. You know, he was so remote. But then we saw at the end of season two, the reason for that was he was carrying this immense pain within him. And I, I think that when he didn't kill Hector at the end of season two and he ran off on his own, I think he tried to become something different and something new. And like you said, he got lost in that. But I think there's a fragility to his mind that's always kind of been there. Like mm-hmm. he was a tough guy, but he was a very broken person mentally i think and you know the the zombie apocalypse is going to even break you farther yeah which is exactly Mm -hmm. where he went and i just think he got in with the idea and then started getting surrounded by people who were wanting to be a little bit more brutal and heard about what a scorpion Mm -hmm. did and just Mm -hmm. somehow along the line of standing up for what happened i mean you know playing the role it just took over Right. And also, I mean, think about it, Hector, Roberta's appeal for him not to kill Hector was this will change you. And it did. And I think also Hector was made an appeal to uh, for redemption. And I think what happened is because he denounced the name of Scorpion. Vasquez took it over. Vasquez was like, "Okay, you want redemption. I'll give you redemption this is the way I'm going to do it by taking your name and I'm going to make it a name for justice. And I think then it just, like you said, he got lost in it, but I think he wanted to get lost in it because to remember everything is hell. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he needed that to survive. Cause I mean, think about it. He did not come back to himself until he was going to die. I mean, he was, he was fine. I mean, when when he, I think Vasquez kind of had a death wish. And I think when she ran him through and he was going to die, that's when he came back to himself and he allowed himself to feel because that was the end. I mean, she even says, go to be with your family because she knew in his, in, in, in her heart, that's what he's wanted this whole time. He just wasn't the type of guy to kill himself. Right. Oh, I totally agree with that. He would have done it already. If he was the type of person to take his own life, he would have done it, but he couldn't do it. And I think her killing him was fine with him. You know, that was okay because, you know, he he kind of wanted that death. And I'm very emotional. Well, it kind of <laughs> left me gr- wondering if he, if at some point in time, yes, he actually did know who he was. But he was still going on this part, I'm going to kill Hector. And... You know, Roberta stabbing him was just part of the process because he had already done everything that he did, all the bad things that. No, he, I disagree. No, no he I'm said just, he, no, I'm he going with Hector, was, I am a scorpion, and that's when he attacks him. Well, I'm just wondering at some what is there was a point in time during that little fight or something like that where things started coming back to him or whatever. Like, you know, the moment he starts killing Hector, was that when he realized. What happened because just right after that is when Warren stabbed him. And okay, then he well, knew. if I rewatched it a couple of times, I admit, um, because I was very <laughs> emotional um, and I couldn't see the screen. But he, what happens is Hector confesses that he did remember killing his wife and his daughter and he just didn't care. And when he says that, Vasquez 
Javier Vasquez remembers. He clearly remembers. They flash back. And it's a horrible, agonizing pain. I mean, he remembers mm-hmm. screaming as the gun is fired. And then that's when he says with rage, no, I am a Scorpion. Because he doesn't want to be Vasquez. Because if he's Vasquez, he has to feel that pain. So then he says, I am a Scorpion. And he attacks Hector. And he's attacking Hector because Hector's told him the truth. And Hector's taking him, has has punctured through the facade of his of his you know, uh, of his, uh, what do you call it? Uh, his fake identity, his, is the thing he's been hiding behind. Right. And I think that's why he stabs him so brutally because Hector's making him remember and he doesn't want to remember. He wants to be a Scorpion because Scorpion doesn't feel anything. He's a, he's a person who does justice and, he, and, and he's a person who without emotion. And, and, and so when Roberta stabs him, I think that's when the, it completely dissolves because right. then he, he can be Vasquez. He can die. Yeah. That's kind of where I was going with it. Also, there was a point in time where he was kind of coming back to it. And then when the final, the final nail in the coffin sword in the, the chest what was, the, the, was the sword, the final, but he didn't want, he didn't want to be Vasquez. That's the whole point. He, I don't think, I, I don't think he, he wanted to be Vasquez. I don't think he accepted being Vasquez until he was stabbed. I think when he got stabbed, that's when he went, okay, I'm Vasquez. No, I'm totally with you. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, he was also leading this group and he has to, you know, keep up the illusion for the group. And then, you know, but they're willing to go with it also. With And they, um, you know, hail Roberta Warren as the new Scorpion. Well, I think the reason why they did that too, like when they switched their allegiances to her, is because they were following him because they believed he was bringing order to the world. No, that's not it. No, the what? Why they did that is after she killed um, Vasquez and chopped his head off, and why they you know held his head up and bowed down to her, because they were all really big Vin Diesel fans and loved the Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> I was like, where the hell are you going with this? Oh my gosh. Within the framework of that the story, I it. think it, I think it, within the framework of the story, I think if Vasquez had told them to kill Roberta and Sun May, I think they would have done it. But he didn't. And I think that they recognize what he that that there was something more going on there. Right. Yes, Chronicles of Riddick, definitely. But it was an awesome scene and she's now the queen of the apocalypse. Yeah, but that's so. that's also, you know, the way that I'm, I'm sure that's the way that people moved up in that group. Oh, right. You know, yeah. Like the, spoiled, your, the, yeah. The Klingon theories here. Yeah. You're your superiors. Yeah. You keep what you kill. You're it. You're the man. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Right. Okay. My only so, disappointment with that was when they took off in the, in the bus, uh, in the truck, there really wasn't that many of them. What happened to all those hordes of them that we saw earlier? But they might be scattered, though, too. Right. Um, I don't know if we're seeing all of them. I'm kind of curious if it's one of those things where they're kind of like scattered about, like there's pockets of them. That would make sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, and the other thing is I want to go back to the situation with Hector. Um, Cause the part where he, he basically put the chokehold on Roberta and knocked her ass out um, was kind of a shocking moment. And then I, when I rewatched it, I realized what was going on with him. He's been concerned about her. He's concerned that she's losing her soul, that she's she's so on mission that she's starting to go over a line that he crossed over himself. And he didn't want her to kill Vasquez because he knew what that would do to her. So I so I the 
and and this is the thing I love about their relationship and why I'm really sad about what happened is because I feel like he took it upon himself to become the caretaker of her, her, of her soul mm-hmm. because he doesn't want her to go where he did. He doesn't want her to get consumed with the mission, with the violence. And, and I also think that Hector's the type of person that really respects strong women. Cause you know, he followed Lorena. Mm-hmm. So following Warren, who is a good leader, unlike Lorena, who was ruthless and cruel, he's learned from her. And now he, he did not want her to kill Vasquez because he knew what that would do to her. So I, that whole scene where he comes out, I think he's prepared to die to save her. To kill Vasquez, he knows it's probably going to result in his death. And he's always said, I never die. I never die. And I think that moment where he runs out there, he's willing to die. And, and, and I've watched a few times now. Um, and I, I really felt that was a really compelling part of the, of the story they've been telling with him and his redemption arc is that he'd gotten to the point where, you know, he was always like bravado. I don't die. And then he's willing to basically sacrifice himself to preserve her. And of course that's not how it worked out, <laughs> but because you got to think that at some point she told him about Garnett or somebody did, that she had to to mercy him oh yeah i'm sure that conversation has popped up at some point in time Mm -hmm. but i agree Mm -hmm. i think i think hector was he was fine with okay if he dies he dies he knows all the shit that he's done in the past and he's kind of come to that you know coming to zombie jesus moment and had his turnaround (laughs) and i think he kind of accepts where he's at now, right. where he's at next week is a different story. Well, I guess we'll right. have to figure that out. Because I also thought it was, I also like the scene where he was dying and how Sun is trying to save him and warned, wants him to live. And I think that speaks a lot to, to how much he's become a part of the group. They're not afraid of him. You know, they consider him one of their own. And hopefully in whatever new farm he's in or whoever he is now that when he sees them again that that connection will still be there and remain I, I'm, I'm very curious what they're going to do with him and I mean we talked about his character dying that we kind of knew it because you know they want to do the what is it what are they going to call it the Mayans the yeah the Mayans MC I think yeah, that's what so it we, is now so whether or not into- they're filming that now I didn't see him going to another season <laughs> per se but yeah, I don't know. He could he, he could very well stick around for a while. It's hard to tell where he's at on that. Or show back up at some point. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was the the only thing I want to say that kind of made me me sad about this. And I realize that Matt Sedano and Emilia Rivera are are two two actors who are pretty busy and stuff. He's, I was really disappointed that we lost two the two Latino characters in one fell swoop, and it, it kind of sucks when it comes to representation. Um, and and I saw some people kind of going, oh, that kind of sucks because uh, I think a lot of people would become very attached to to Hector as well, and he's an interesting character because he starts off as almost a stereotype of like the the crooked criminal Latino person, but his redemption arc was really neat, and I really liked it, and it and and he mm-hmm. infused it with a lot of um, uh, 
gravitas. I mean, he really made you care about this character. So I, I hope that in whatever incarnation he returns in, that we still see that element because it was really neat to see that on television. Whereas we're used to having stereotypes. I think he was breaking that stereotype. He's kind of breaking away from that. And, and um, I just want Emilio and, and Matt to know how much I appreciated their portrayals of, of heroic men. You know, it was really cool. I think Emilio is a is a brilliant actor, anyhow. So, it, it, the, our first time that we saw Hector was one of those moments of going, "Oh my God, he's a badass!" And it's just yeah, carried well, through we from just there. Loved him. <laughs> it's just, it's just carried right. through through there, and it's just definitely. I'm I, I'm just sitting here waiting for to see what happens next with him. Well, I have a lot of faith in the writers, and I have a feeling they're up to something, like they're going to do something. And like we had discussed before, you know, kind of felt like if Vasquez ever returned, that he would be a Scorpion and he'd probably die mm. because the actor is on another show. Right. So, I mean, um, but I also have a lot of faith in the show who's done a really good job with representation of different minority groups. And, and um, you know, as somebody who has a branch of my family that is Latino, I mean, I always appreciate seeing that representation on a show. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in seeing uh, what kind of blend he's going to be. Also an <gasps> awesome <laughs> blend. I hope. <laughs> and, and then we'll have the, you know, the battle of the blends, the Murphy blends versus the Hector blends. The, the Hector blends are badass. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be, mm, I don't know. I can't wait. To I, see I, I wanted to say one one thing about uh, the blends, though that that if the, that if Sun May can make blends that are are are, are immune to Murphy, um, I, I'm curious how that will impact the show. Right. You know, is everybody going to become a blend, or you know, yeah, how's it going to go? Yeah, pick a yeah. side. <laughs> no <Yeah>. more humans. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like, hmm, I wonder where they're going to go with that. Also, I want to point out they had a new kind of zombie on the show. Which one was that? The hands. Oh, thing. Yes. That was very uh, of uh, Return of the Living Dead. You know, body parts moving without the head attached to it. Return of the Living Dead, um, Evil Dead. Yeah. (laughs) Adam's family. The new kind of zombie, which is kind of really creepy because, you know, just think about hacking apart a zombie and it's still moving around, you know? I, yeah, yeah, they'll do that. They'll they'll go after stuff. <laughs> okay. So we got our Hector uh, Vasquez stuff out of the way for a bit now. What happened in the rest of this episode? <laughs> well, uh, I thought that you know, Sun, that it was cool that we touched back on Sun being a scientist, a doctor, and that she was actually trying with what little she has to try and make some kind of vaccine or, or immunity thing. So I thought, and that she got an, it was so sad because Hector's like, I wouldn't want to be the person to take that. Well, hello. Guess what? <laughs> uh-huh. but, so yeah, since she doesn't have her equipment, how did she make this vaccine? Or am I not supposed to ask that? It's because she had the ones that 10K had that Dr. Merchant made. Remember? Uh, yeah, 10K only grabbed one. Mix it with the, the new Stuff well, I think I think what she equipment. did is she just probably took a syringe and just poked it in a zombie and yeah. pulled their blood out and then shoved it in the other one. All right. Because, <laughs> I mean, come on, she'd be able to get syringes from pharmacies yeah. and yeah, hospitals and stuff. I don't yeah. think it'd be that hard to 
mean, but I think she's just, <laughs> you know, just kind of like back alley zombie creation. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, well, um, there's that. You have a little back alley creation going on. We found out one thing that was, you know, it's always up in the air for us and where we're at in the timeline. With the opening with Citizen Z back on the air with Kaya and Naskaya, mm-hmm. uh, Mar- we have Murphy taking over the airwaves, and we find out that we are seven years into this apocalypse now. It's almost seven. Yeah, almost seven. We started at three years. Yes. So, yes. so another three years have passed. Yeah, so. Almost, almost four years have passed, or whatever. Yeah. So, how long has it been since they left left um, Murphy? From the end of the last season to where we're at now. How many months have passed? I was gauging it at about a year. Really? Because he said that little Lucy was about to be a year old. Oh, he did? He did. So yeah, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, and he was right. talking about they were saying, Well, that's about But I think that a couple more months have passed since then, at least. Right. So it's probably been a year. Or a little over a year. So, what episode was it where we saw Lucy last? Um, let me pull this up here. It was, it was um, episode nineteen. Zombie. Uh, they were in Springfield. Yep, Zombie episode nineteen when they were in Springfield. So that was that's i'm looking at the map on sci-fi <laughs> i know because <laughs> it has everything in there that we need to know and it's all there it's where the big circle around hmm. it's been probably about a year since lucy's been born so i would say about a year and a half altogether that things have been kind of going to hell in a handbasket as far as the mission's been <laughs> right right yeah it's gonna be interesting when they get to uh go see Lucy and talk to her for the first time. She has grown up quite a little bit there, hasn't she? Yeah, she has. And also we saw that the two zombies at the end of season two that she was having a tea party with are not her blend parents. Mm -hmm. Right. Which we thought at first. Yeah, we did think they just kind of went away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but apparently those are she keeps zombie pets. (laughs) Well, she has to play with somebody. Poor little girl. She's got to play. She gets bored in her blue skin. <laughs> you know, somebody was like, why did they throw the Lucy scene at the end of the episode? And I, I, I'm like, I think they were like, don't be depressed. Look, there's going to be this cute little zombie girl, you know, zombie blend girl next week. Don't be so, you know, <laughs> it was because it was a tough episode emotionally. I mean, in fact, um, one of my friends um, online started watching the episode last night. She had it DVR'd, and I'm like, I feel like I need to sit here on Tumblr to be here for your emotional support. <laughs> because it's like, ah, uh, you know. And even the the stuff with 10K, it's like, oh my gosh, he's he's a prisoner again, and right. you know, this is just not his his year, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so he's a prisoner of the Murphy there, and no shoes, no nothing. Hidden Dirty as hell. And here Murphy is going, oh, I'll set you free. Yeah, I'm not believing you. I'm no. sorry. Mm-hmm. So that didn't go quite like he thought it would. For himself. Yeah. No, you're not Mur- getting the cure virus. I'm I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. That's, no, no, no. He knows. He knows. Like the whole scene where <laughs> the bathroom was hilarious. Um, 
I like Mr. Murphy, everyone else on those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was, he knows Warren is coming for him and he's afraid of her because he knows exactly what she's capable of. And um, so I, there is no way in hell he'd ever relinquish his hold on 10K. I mean, because he's he stole her night from her, you know, like one of, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so, yeah. The other thing I want to know about Murphy is, does he still have the scientific knowledge from Dr. Murch's brain? Um, who has fade. been making these vaccines? These He said he had 10,000 doses of the vaccines. Is that what was left over or is this something uh, new that he has made since he has, you know, after he ate her brain and has that knowledge? Well, remember he had her make 10,000. Okay. So these are still what she made. So we right. don't know. Right. We don't know if he still has that knowledge. Well, he was trying to, what he was trying to recreate was what she was giving him to but, keep, to stave off becoming full zom. But he okay. never, so what I think we're going with, did he retain the knowledge that from Dr. Murch after eating her brains? Or did he go on born the live more from a zombie and just that kind of fades out after you digest all the brains? I don't know because, I mean, 10K did describe to warn that Murphy seems smarter. But, of course, that was before he ate the brains. So I I don't know. I mean, but then if you're we, we really haven't brains, seen any... We don't really have a way to gauge it, though, necessarily, either. I mean. Well, if if he goes into some scientific jargon again in the next episode, then we'll know. <laughs> I guess. I did like his confrontation with Citizen Z, though, on the phone. Oh, yeah. that, that's the part. Of just I just love that whole thing. You know, that the phone in the closet with the 9,000-foot-long cord on it. Yeah. And, okay, it it rang again after he picked it up. But that's but that he didn't take it off a hook. Yes, that's, he did because that's no, one no, of those. Just, no, that's one of those phones that when you lift it, it you know that's when it still it works goes off the hook. I could have sworn that's the it, one that you had to pick up and as soon as he picked it up. But it had it had it looked like one of those emergency phones that they have that you have to push a. That's what it looked no, like to me. He wasn't pushing a button, and no. it had that thing on the bottom. And I think that's what what triggers it when you pick it up or put it down when you. But that's the dialer on the bottom. No, that's the there's a there's a uh, pressure switch sure? on the bottom of it. Yeah, because it's the the yeah. phone stands up that way, and you grab the phone yeah. and you pick it up, and as soon as you pick it up, it's like taking it off the receiver. Okay, well, what and I'm going to have you put to... it down. That's when you're hanging it up. Right, and that's well, I'm going to because of that little thing on the bottom. I'm going to go with this alternate universe. It works differently. <sighs> Some people made a little mistake. <laughs> no, they didn't. Alternate universe. Y'all okay. are trying to piss off the show again. I swear. We're never going to have any guests on if you keep this up. Squealing tires yeah, on dirt like, roads. Just saying. Carl and like that action one, right, Brad? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Alternate universe. It had a little spring in it. You know, he had a little. Mm. Yeah, yeah, okay. So the spring was, wasn't working correctly because it, it's been six years. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. It was, well, we never sure. have any guests on the show ever again. You guys will know it's their fault. Oh, we got guests coming on the show. I and know if we you, do. And <laughs> if you were on our, on our Facebook group page I, on the chat on Friday, I might uh, release a spoiler about that. But I'm just saying, we got somebody coming up. 
Well, I, I announced all over Tumblr because Tumblr's in love with red. Oh, that like wasn't that's that. not what I was saying. That was so Oh, did you do another spoiler for something else? I did a spoiler uh, for something I else. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We're gonna have to go through the, the It's on there, but again. see you gotta you gotta be there on the chat thing in order to find out these things that I I yeah. was on the chat thing, you, it, but it was scrolling pretty fast at one point. Yeah. Though. I was yeah. refreshing pretty quickly. One um, of the questions I saw out there, too, is like, how were the phone lines still working off the, after? Alternate this? universe, y'all. Alternate no. universe. Carl, well, got your back. Phone, Citizen Z. He, he, he's right. got skills. <laughs> phone lines, like, theoretically, you should always have a phone line in your house, even though I don't have one that works. Uh it takes no power. I mean, it, it takes like very little power to make a phone line work, to make a phone call out. So if you got a landline, really easy to make calls. Granted, how he routed everything through there, who knows, but he got found out a way. So it does make sense if you're in the apocalypse. One of the first things you could do to set up communications is set up a phone line like that. It's well, not Craig that said that they actually did... Craig uh, was on a. It was either in, on the AMA he did on Reddit, or it was on a on a other interview I read, where he said they actually did a lot of investigating into communications, like what communication would be like after something like this went down. Yeah. So that was one of the things they did. And they said it would actually wouldn't be that that you would actually be able to contact other survivors. That it oh, would yeah. be possible. Yeah, it wouldn't be that hard to set up a communications device like that. I mean, it takes like the power from like a nine volt battery or some crap like that. It's it's very minimal to operate the system. Right, and Murphy's got all his whole little city back on the grid, mm-hmm. you know, because they restored power. So yeah, it really yeah, throwing so. phone lines in there isn't that big of a deal. The only thing that you have to have is you have to have a straight connection to a phone line. So. I don't know. Z, he's got stuff and things. He makes things work. He makes it happen. He does. He's he's good. And now so, he has Kaya but, in the sky. Yeah. So Who is actually... A, a lot of people, you know, you have your, your little cordless phones at home. So you should always have one that you can plug in and, you know, press the button, touch tone phone for emergencies, like when the power goes out. Well, yeah, if the power grid goes down... And your phones aren't working, your hard line will still work. That's right. You can call everybody you want to, but if your cell tower goes down, guess who you're calling? No one. <laughs> so Kaya was actually taking over some of the stuff there up at Operation, um, yeah, up north there. She was able to triangulate where Murphy was at based on the radio signal. So right, she's right. been reading some manuals on how to make things work up there. Mm-hmm. So that'll be kind of really cool that she's learning more about it and she's helping out. So now he has, you know, multiple helpers. Of course, Nana was still sitting in the back smoking her pipe, but, you know, there's that. That's what she does. <laughs> That's Nana's job. That's how you she know? rolles. Yeah. And uncle's job is to pet the dog. So, you know, everyone's got their, their role. Right. <laughs> it was nice seeing them, though, because I know Camp Northern Light, I, I mean, I like that they found something for Citizen Z. Like, I think he needed to have more people around him. So I really like that, you know, at Camp Northern Light, they now, you know, they've fixed it back up and he's got people there with him. And it makes me a lot happier for that character. I agree. It really helps it out a lot. 
Kaya's adorable. Mm-hmm. I want to keep yes. her forever. So yes, because she could totally kick Addie's butt, supposedly. Yeah, no, she. I think she could. She'd do it. <laughs> I think it was cute. Motivated so, by Citizen Z. Yep. <laughs> so, I guess. The only thing I came away from from the show, like, of course, I'm dying to find out what's going to happen with uh, um, Hector after he opened his eyes. Um, but I guess what I'm really curious about now is they're back in the area that Red and 5K were in. So I wonder no, if they're they're not there. No, they were in. And then no, 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 no. I meant I meant just... Doc and Addie. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I kind of I was gonna go doc and Addie are now found lucy and now they're in the area with red in 5k so i'm curious you know if we'll get to see them again or not okay yeah red in 5k were well i don't they're they're kind of close to it theoretically <laughs> um they're in springfield they would be in springfield illinois Red and 5K were up in Wisconsin, which is, uh, that was, uh, what, that's a good 12-hour drive, probably? No, pro- no, somewhere. Basically, you know, I'm looking at the map. Yeah, they're a good 12 hours away from where Doc and Addie are. Still, they could wander. That was closer wander. than they were. Yes, it is better than 18 states away from them. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> there is a possibility, I guess. I hey, I'm know. keeping Hope alive because I love those two characters. Well, actually, the episode says yeah. somewhere between Milwaukee and Springfield, Illinois. So well, I guess we're we're up in the air on where we're at there. So <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's still a chance. Still a chance. My question that I had with this episode was we have the wall that was painted on by yes. the um the guys there whatever the red hand yes. i don't know why i lost her name there for a moment so they had the oh, yeah. the wall painted with only the righteous have to fear is that still somewhere in spokane where they filmed is it just a wall that has that painted on because i just want to know because if you go down to Georgia, or did they do it for the uh, for the show? <laughs> right? Did they do it? Did they knock okay. it off, or did they turn it back on again? Because you know, if you go down to Grant uh, Grantville in Georgia, where in that other zombie show, Morgan's wall with away with you, and that town that he lived in back in that one episode, like a couple seasons back, is still on that wall. Uh, okay. And I got my picture with it. We actually stopped by there one day and when we were down there like two years ago. But I'm just curious. Is it still written on the wall up there? If anybody's in Spokane and knows where it is, just drive by and see if it's still written there. I think it would be hilarious to have it on the wall and no one have a clue what it is. <laughs> just go, what the hell is that yeah, about? That would be great. <laughs> yeah. I, I, liked, um, I liked the cinematography a lot in this episode. I thought it was really pretty. I mean, there's some scenes that were really impressive, like Warren shooting that one zombie in the head. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Warren taking off mm-hmm. Vasquez's head. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty. Yeah, that was sad. I actually cried. You'd have to bring that back up. Reaching for my tissue again. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Brad, stop making me cry. <laughs> okay, I'm. 
I love I love the way it looked. I mean, I thought the the, the I, I just feel like this season just has a very different feel in the way it's filmed. It just seems bigger in a way. I don't know. I just thought it was gorgeous the way they they did a lot of their scenes. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, that's that's another part of them. You know, this is their third year working together. They've got the system down. <laughs> Also, how gnarly was it that that the red hand killed an entire family? Those were children in the car, too. Yeah. Because they had stolen the car. Oh, my God. And that's another thing I like about this show. It shows shows not everyone's a nice person. Mm -hmm. And now they're different. They're the the Warren hand. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Queen of the apocalypse. Yes. So, hmm. Yep, I'm so emotional still. Oh my god! And I'm probably gonna watch it like 80 billion more times, you know, because <laughs> it was so good. Uh, well, so Brad, was this the best episode so far this season? I thought it was. I loved the episode, even though I said I mm-hmm. really loved the uh, the election last week. But you know, <laughs> I thought it was a great episode. I, I there's a lot going on. It was you know, kind of brutal. Like we need. Very brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Answered some yeah. questions. Did not answer where the red hand gets all their red paint from, but you know. Home Depot's. Home Depot. Home, yeah. Home Depot. They're all over the place. <laughs> Home Depot, Lowe's, all of those places. Yeah. yeah no one's using much red paint anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Red's a hot color. People like color red. I am. Um, I thought it was a really good episode, and this is, again, kudos to the show. I know sometimes people get, like, just dismiss it, that it's just, you know, it's the show that kills zombies with a cheese wheel. But every once in a while, they really do pull off a gut puncher, and this was another gut puncher, and they did a great, great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if if all if that's all you think when you, you know, is the, the cheese wheel, then you're not really watching the show. No, no, because yeah. it's so much more than that. I mean, the characters... Are, are rich they're very well defined they and, and i think sometimes because there's humor to it they can kind of address uh issues serious issues but in a way that it doesn't feel i don't want to say not heavy but it um right like the election day episode last week yeah yeah i mean because people were dying and yet and they're putting their false hopes in this guy that's probably going to rip them off if they don't care. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the episode, you know, um, the one I didn't, I wasn't my favorite batch 47. Um, But even though that wasn't like my favorite episode of all of them, it still had a really cool subplot that really touched my heart, which is what is family where the, the mother wasn't the true mother of that little girl, but she loved her all the same, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have new family during the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm very emotional. I don't know if I'm going to be over this one. I don't want for a while. I feel like the same way, like with when we white light and Resurrection Z, like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe next week will bring us something different. And then we'll be like, oh, it brings no. A little blue girl with Shirley Temple curls. Yeah, that'll be cute. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll have some comic relief, right? <laughs> I hope so. I don't know, or unless you know, she's a little on the sadistic side. Who knows how she is? We'll find. Who out. does she take after? Her mommy exactly. or her daddy? That's going to be interesting. I don't know because her mommy was a little on the uh, batshit crazy Backy. side, also. Exactly, yeah. that would be hard to tell. 
<laughs> that was, you know, hmm. We'll have to figure that one out. That's for sure. I thought I had the sound bite ready, but I don't have it ready. <laughs> Never mind. I won't play one. <laughs> but, but maybe she knows how to make great pies. Maybe she takes after her mom in that way. That would be hilarious. That would yeah. be funny. She's cooking. How's it going on? Does she take yeah, after she her mother? She could. Yeah, and she she could be out fighting, you know, and takes after her mother, and and it doesn't play. Never mind. So it won't work. Damn, I moved the sounds. Anyhow, okay. So anybody else got anything? Last comments, moments, sections, anything about it? Uh, just, I want to pitch again that people join us on Fridays on the Facebook page for discussion. It's a lot of fun. And for episodes like this, it was kind of nice to have, uh, the emotional support of other people or, you know, not be alone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the chatting's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And we're going to be interviewing, uh, Natalie who played Red. So send in your questions, send, you know, call in, leave a voicemail. She said she'd take fan questions. And I think that's going to be a really cool interview. I know she's got a lot of love on Tumblr. A lot of people went as red for um, Halloween. Yeah. So, yeah, send in your stuff and uh, send in your questions and stuff. We'll pull some of those. We won't probably won't be able to do all of them, but we'll, mm-hmm. we'll pull a couple out of there and ask her and see what it's like. And it's going to be fun. We got some other interviews coming up probably after Thanksgiving. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, after turkey giving. And join us on the Twitter. Yes. <laughs> and how can people find people? Rianinfrader.com. And I have a new book out called Lost in Texas. If you are wanting to, you know, miss zombies between Fridays, uh, pick up my series. The first one's The Living Dead Boy. It's free on Kindle and Nook and uh, iBooks. I mean, you can find it everywhere. And then the second book is already out, so you can read that one too. Susan? You can find me at Geek Girl Soup. I'm usually tweeting over there. Um, so that's that's the best place to find me. All right. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter. I'm Brad ZB. I chat occasionally on there. And I'm over at purefandom.com also doing some podcasting over there. I haven't been doing too much writing, but we're covering Van Helsing and a couple other things coming up. Me and my friend Court. It's a lot of fun. And that's about it. So I guess we'll we're be. So, we're, we're so like, oh my God, still. Okay. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we're like kind of like, we're, we're kind of like, you know, not our giddy selves because we're like all like, ugh. Yep, a lot of lot of death and destruction. But we have eyeballs, so I guess we'll find out what happens. I don't know. <laughs> Susan, what would you tell uh, Hector before you before you left him? I, if I hope this uh, vaccination works, but if not, I give you mercy. <laughs> <laughs>